0: It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It is an Articles of News episode in the third block. Look very forward to it. Uh, A story that you have not heard anywhere else in church media at all. I've heard it on no other shows available in podcast form. Not that there are any. I've heard it in no podcasts. I've heard it in no news media. I've seen it in no newspaper. Uh, Corey K. Ward the Pharaoh scoops a temple story about the Puebla, Ooh. Mexico temple. So stick around for that. That's coming up in the third block with the temple ticker. You can find I'll those on YouTube around. by the way. You can just find the Cultural Halls channel on YouTube. I'm joined
1: by Mr. Mayor Andrew himself. Hello. How are you, sir? Hello. It's always good to have the mayor of the Cultural Hall in 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 articles of news, right? You know,
0: I don't <laughs> I don't mind calling you that and having you have that title on one condition. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to need you to have a sash like the Monopoly mayor that says oh, cool. mayor of the cultural hall that you, you know, maybe you put it there in your home studio so that anytime we record, it needs to be over the shoulder. It can be homemade. It doesn't have to be Etsy made and ordered, but I need it to say mayor of the cultural hall.
1: You know, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> well, but i bet you could etsy make i just didn't yeah. i didn't want to yeah. put the I'm cost. Sure i can find that's it. all Wait that's me. all i'm sure sh- i, I could make it for
0: sure but otherwise you're not allowed to call yourself the mayor of the cultural hall oh, you're just right. mr mayor all right
1: uh, uh, all right uh, uh, i'll take that challenge challenge okay. accepted all right what's Absolutely. new with you sir well i i'm 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 down 117 pounds lighter than i was a year and a half ago which is incredible that is what like a high school kid yeah that's like a high school like a young high school girl, like a cheerleader. That's a yeah. cheerleader. Yeah, I've lost a cheerleader. Where did you Around a cheerleader. Where did you go?
0: I've yeah. seen that movie on USA. Up all night when I was a kid. <laughs> Where did she go? Where she's disappeared? That's incredible. Kudos to you, my friend.
1: So that was my my appointment this morning. That's a big deal. Starting to travel again for work. So I've been out and about, which sucks because I can't eat normally when I'm out. So I I always get it knocks me out of whack when it comes to eating but that's okay i figured that out i think we're... and i'm be gonna be head. in utah so
0: oh, we're, we're hanging out fir- when are we hanging out yeah
1: we're hanging out the first week of utah are you you're not of utah me, the right? first week of utah the first week of august sorry uh no i'm
0: around ish let's go yeah, yeah, let's we'll, go to the uh i want to go with you uh this way i know that we'll do it we'll make an event out of it and we'll get other people who want to go as well. Contact at culturalhall.com Let's go to the Minerva uh exhibit yes. at the museum. Let's do that.
1: Absolutely. We, and we could record bits at it or just, yeah. just a snippet or something. Yeah. yeah maybe be, we
0: can get the uh, museum curator to come on the show. But let's do it. Let's plan cool. on that. We'll go to lunch. I'll give you my leftovers because that's all you can eat. And we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go to the Minerva Tykert. Say I'm um, just
1: now a mooch off of everyone's plate. It's easy. Mooch. I can just go no. whatever whatever you eat, I'll just have this much of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It I I call that my wife. I just want this much. I just want
0: this yeah. much of this. I know I could uh, order. She doesn't own.
1: order fries. She she eats some of your fries.
0: Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, look, you don't need a large Coke. Yes, I do, because you're, you're going to have some of, some of, of this. <laughs> You're I want right. The
1: same amount I was expecting.
0: Exactly. In fact, I don't actually share sodas, not because of like any sort of germ thing, but because I gauge my meal based on what I'm going to drink, and I don't uh, like to share.
1: I'd inter- I'm interested to know how deep you go into that. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I, I really am. no. I, I mean, it's no. It's no <laughs> deeper than I go. That's eh, about this much. I better not drink too much right now because I still can got have fries.
1: It. You want it at the beginning and you want it to last the entire time. I get That's it. right. I get it.
0: And there's nothing you want to order two, you want to do it with one. Yeah, tell me that there is nothing worse. I mean, in all the problems in all the world, it's like nothing worse than needing that little hit of soda and not having it in your cup.
1: I agree, only I don't drink soda anymore. So, sport drinks or yeah. lemonade yep. or whatever yep. it is that I'm drinking. Yep. Yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah, well, absolutely. congratulations and kudos to you as far as that goes. What about, you? Well, so I mean, about you? Well, I mean, you know. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, I uh, I did some work for the Marriott family.
1: Ooh! By way of their hotels, <laughs> did you go and and put all the Book of Mormons in the room.
0: Yes, yes. I uh, <laughs> we're cycling through the new edition. No, I uh, I recently with uh, my company that you hear about in the ads here in the Cultural Hall, best uh, I recently uh, just inked a deal with uh, the Marriott Hotel folks. Uh, Up in Park City, so every week I will be uh, doing uh, either an après ski, which means after skiing,
1: or uh, a a pool party every week. Wow! Yeah, and and that puts you like you always talk about the mid year. You've got it. You you cross the line of being able to actually make money for the year, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yep. yep. That'll help. Finally, have made it past that point as well. That that's always a good year for you. Yeah. I'll take it. And I know it's been a few tough years with COVID and whatnot. So that's great. Yeah. Good for you.
0: And a huge thanks. uh, There have been uh, a a couple of uh, converts or lifers here at the cultural hall who've reached out because they have family members uh, getting married or they want me to come and do their event. And I love that too. So know that people do that. Know that I appreciate that. And it's just been kind of a fun thing to be able to do.
1: Um, I would ask you to tell us like how to contact it. But as soon as we stop there will be a, a commercial level yeah, you exactly how to, exactly
0: how to you don't it. yeah but but bestdjunited.com if you want to or at Best DJ in Utah anywhere on the social media uh also i should say uh i uh, i might be going on vacation not to worry all the episodes are set to publish while i'm gone there will just be no news obviously cuz i don't want to do it while i'm gone but looking forward to sort of rejuvenating and and having a fresh breath
1: i could get on and read everyone the newspaper
0: yeah perfect only (laughs) only if you do it like this and you have the newspaper and you literally the newspaper every bit and
1: and i read it as boring as i can
0: and also read the comics so then charlie brown says
1: that would be a funny segment yeah please no one would listen to it but it would be hilarious
0: yeah hilariously terrible uh <laughs> also worth noting um and we we have talked about doing this in the past it is an actual thing that's going forward and we've got a couple of people who are going to help us out we are going to start replaying uh old episodes because we're over 700 right that's ridiculous that's you know a month of my life in recorded form
1: uh and there's and, some amazing episodes that- yeah Many of you haven't, you know, if you're a Patreon member, you can go back and and and, and w- listen to him. But many of you don't even realize the body of work that Richie has done here. I mean, I'm not kidding. That's why I'm even involved because the body of work, because I think I joined around 500. Sure. Somewhere in that, that realm, right? So that was 500 yeah. even before I showed up.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a lot of work. And, you know, th- some of them just as great as they were before. And because we've got a couple of people who have been. Uh, you know, in charge of listening back to those old episodes. I'm looking at you, Meg and the Mitch Mitchell, and also Verlin. Uh, they have said, you know what? It's fun because it seems like uh, like traveling in a time machine. You know, ah, Mitt Romney is he going to be president? Like that? It's that kind of stuff. The banter around the Mormon moment was when we originally started, and so it's crazy. So are you going to gonna do it where
1: you kind of give a little context, or are you just going to play them?
0: Uh, no little context little context okay. hey this was originally recorded this uh bah, 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 bah. and they're listening also too so I don't get canceled so there there will it will be mildly what we should do video. is like
1: leave you out of it and then several of us um co-hosts go in and like do the mystery science theory3000 and make fun of things and um, just heckle so. it did he just and just say, heckle yeah, it. yep yep <laughs> I'm just joking
0: that would be an interesting approach I,
1: I I I don't hate that I don't want that for every episode but I don't hate that idea if there's one that's like strange and weird, maybe we should look at that and just see. And and worst case scenario, we get together, do it, and it sucks, and we don't. We don't. We don't publish it for anyone.
0: I've thought about that uh, I, early on in the first hundred. I interviewed the sisters in Zion, and it was um, just. It's one of the hardest interviews I've ever done, and I'm sure I did not do it very well, both with racial sensitivity and uh, just like you know that might be one where we don't make fun it.
1: of but you could go and you could do like a dvd commentary on it yep. where you can yep. talk about hey this is what this and maybe give yourself the opportunity to maybe restate some things or yeah. something like you know and, and just tell where your thinking was and yeah why why is it what i've learned
0: like, how it's different now and that's yeah, also one of because it was
1: pre-george floyd right is yeah oh yeah and so and, and even though it shouldn't have been there's a lot of us probably rethought ourselves a little bit and and, and realigned our thinking post George Floyd, which is a good thing, even though we could have done it sooner, but it it is better. Uh, So, you know, looking at back might be worth it.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and to know that uh, as far as like a communicator, as a uh, host, as all the things to know that growth has occurred, I think is the way to go about it. And people, you know, may come after me and be like, I can't believe you said that. Okay. I don't think I would say that now
1: this way, but I, think that's a good I, I did the best I could have that when I could conversation about yep. growth. Because I mean I think we've we, I think we've gone through a few years where people have kind of developed a moral high ground, mm. right? Because there was probably a low ground that they had to recover from. Mm-hmm. And, but but in doing so, I've noticed a tendency to look look back at, at people who and, and not give them credit for growing sure. Even in our own selves, like look at my, I I know people who really beat themselves up because they used to think one way and now they think a different and, and, and maybe that conversation of growth is worth it. And you could do it literally through what you've seen on the cultural hall and the change that's happened over the years.
0: Yeah. I'll take it. That's good things to think about. I love
1: to think of good ideas that you get to do.
0: Yeah. That's a great idea. Do that (laughs) roll with that. Do I have to do anything as part
1: of that? No, I don't. Great. I'm happy to help. Just Just tell me what to do. But you have to come up with what I need to do. (laughs) And you have to do it.
0: Uh, So you have uh, to do it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let's take a break. (laughs) When we come back in the second block, we're going to do actual articles of news.
1: Creative, affordable design, let it be Lenin Design. Call 801 699 3022 or visit
0: Here in the second block of the Culture Hall, we do actual articles of news. Would you like to uh, take it away, Mr. Mayor, with the hit it, Peter? Hit it, Peter. You can't lose articles of news. Nice work. <laughs> yeah, Some people, listen, so uh, I had the most amazing woman, Deb is her name. She's written a book. Uh, she came from texas from the san antonio area drove to my home and uh this past week recorded for 3 days her audiobook it's it's tremendous it's her life story she's been through a lot and if you can see it, the so she what recorded I mean. it yeah so she, i re-
1: she she narr- yeah she yeah you she recorded it a, she narrated, she
0: narrated it. it. i recorded it yep and uh and she said you know what i would just love one time to be able to uh be a co-host of Articles of News and I thought you know what that 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 is a fascinating thing uh sometimes I think maybe I take it for granted so there I threw you a line and what did you do you didn't care Mr. Mayor of the Cultural Hall
1: <laughs>
0: revoke your sash it,
1: it is uh it is a privilege to be a a, a a co-host on Articles of News the times I do it just so mm-hmm. you know I do think of that I know I'm Even just getting I came around a little bit
0: uh, this is interesting. Let's get into some news, shall we? Um, let us start here. Um, this uh, is that the church, that is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is inviting Utah single, young single adults to a unique summer conference. The Utah area YSA conference includes multiple activities and speaker across several days in August. The church's Utah area presidency is hoping that through the conference, young single adults will build friendships and strengthen their faith, read, find the person that they want to marry, be able to date, etc. So uh, on the 5th of August, which is a Saturday, Tori Kelly, uh, Jordan Smith and One Republic will be performing at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, there's well, this a is an
1: in-person sing- event. This is not zoo? Or, or oh, no, this
0: is get together. This is get together face to face, baby. Uh, wow, a young awesome. single adult dance on uh, Friday, August 11th, which uh, they put out a, a, a request for proposals from DJs and asked me, hey, would you like to do that? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? So Too it's big. a dance. It's a dance for like 10,000 people oh. and the equipment that I have. And, you know, like, they, I can't, the, yeah, I can't, no, can't. thanks. I that is that is beyond my scope. <laughs> Uh, not that I couldn't play the music for it or like entertain that many, but there are people yeah, you that can provide these kind of events. Yeah, yeah. yep.
1: They would be uh, sorely disappointed. There's I mean, an not evening, in you, but in your equipment.
0: There's a, an evening 5K run that's going to be happening on the 12th of August at the Saratoga Springs Temple. Uh, the Gather Together Conference on Saturday, August 19th, in Salt Lake City, and an area devotional. So it's several uh, different nights, different activities. And uh, they hope that people will come together and do it. You can find a link to it., uh, the tickets for the conference are only five uh, I'm sorry, fifty dollars, and that ticket can get attendees access for any of the events they choose during registration. So find the link. there the will show be notes.
1: marriages coming out of this event. Of course. You know there will. And oh yeah. contact contact.culturalhall.com. Well, oh, you can find the uh, link just
0: to write right away go ahead and buy the tickets in the uh show notes for this episode no i'm meaning i'm meaning
1: let us know oh if you oh. get engaged we want to know okay I would, wouldn't that be cool a cool uh interview is someone who came out of that little couple who met and week and a half later got engaged and hopefully stay together for a few years
0: you know feasibly and this is maybe sarcastic a little bit but if you met at the first of those activities you could feasibly be engaged by the last of those
1: activities in utah that is true that is absolutely my brother met his wife they're still together and i think it was 10 days man
0: when you know you know but that that (laughs) good for them how long have they been together?
1: Longer than my marriage. Um, uh, 1999, I think, is they got married. Wow. Maybe 98. Maybe no, it was before that. 96. They got married in 96.
0: Seems. I mean, again, I can't, I can't judge anyone for doing it or not doing it, but that I, I hear that and I go, Do you even know their middle name?
1: At yeah, that me point, me you have both been divorced, so yeah. we, we look at <laughs> a little yeah. different.
0: Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I don't know if I would have known my first wife, you know, 10 years if I would have, you know, done any different. Does that make sense? Like, I've I just felt like that yeah, was yeah. the thing to do. So I guess it could have been 10 days or 10 years and I probably still would have done the same thing. But that, that, that's uh,
1: exactly right. And yeah. I think I don't think you can judge one relationship to another. I mean, someone's no. going to yeah so you can be married you can be engaged for four years and end up divorced or, you know, engaged for after 10 days of meeting each other and stay go, go, the, go the long run, the eternities, you know, so you can't compare. So uh, anyway, the, the, someone will get married from that. Just mark my words. And if it's you, cor- let us know. <laughs> of
0: course. Uh, contact at the cultural If you are said couple, this was interesting and just worth a brief note. I think I've mentioned it here before, uh, but the family search uh, centers, there's a couple of them here in Utah, but I know that they have them other places as well. And, um, the ones here in Utah, including at the uh, Church History Library and the Family uh, Memories Preservation Center in downtown Salt Lake, they all have the most amazing equipment and and we're doomed when people actually find out about all this, about what they have. but you can, you know how like uh, you can you can send off your VHS tapes to make them digital, and it's like oh, ten yeah. bucks a tape. You can do it for free at the family search center.
1: That is that is a big deal. I mean, that, yeah, we you know that costs a lot of money. I mean, it, it does mean you probably have to go in and actually do the work, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the equipment is not cheap. It's not nope. like you. Ha- everyone has that equipment. I looked at there was a thing on the on Amazon Prime Day, and the equipment was three hundred bucks for a cheap one,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and that was on Prime Day. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so which probably means it was 400 bucks normally. Right. Um, and maybe I'm not looking at the right thing, but I, my guess is anything cheaper would probably suck and you'd probably not have <laughs> it. Probably it probably would work, but you'd be like, I got it at 420p resolution and it doesn't look good.
0: Yeah. It's whatever. no good. No, the, these are these are the real deal. You can do audio cassette tape converters, reel to reel converters. Kids ask your grandparents what a reel to reel is. They have a couple large flatbed scanners at each of these. Uh, the thing that I used when I went there most recently, I scanned 2,000 photos in two and a half hours. A fast photo and document scanner, just, you just put stacks of photos in there. Just have to have a storage device to put them on at the end. Uh, mini DV do they, converters do they organize them well? Just, or
1: is it just like numbers? Or like you put them in in groups so that way you can organize them, right? I mean, I'm just- cool. Yeah, you can in do- In my it, mind, I'm like, you could do a lot of- pictures but the moment you get it all it's like wait a minute this is a lot of pictures I don't know what anything is Yeah. so there's got to be an organization structure to
0: it yeah a lot of time goes in beforehand even just to make sure that they are all like turned the right way or whatever but the point is it's available and it's free it's just your time that it takes to go and do that so if if you're coming to Utah maybe to do some you know you're doing some family reunion and my 30 year
1: high school reunion I should come in and bring and do my digitizing
0: yeah take a minute and and it's hey, really we're going to be at Minerv- the What were you going to say?
1: What were you saying? I said we're going to be at the Minerva Tiger Museum. We can head over yep. there, and do that. Too.
0: We could drop over, take a home video of ourselves, and make it digital. So there you go. Uh, you happen to have a, an article of news, correct?
1: I I do. So um, I was just I thought it was really cool. So in Guam, the the after the typhoon Mawar or whatever, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry if that's the wrong. Pronunciation. There was a emergency response um, that needed to come in, and the church gave um, the Salvation Army, um, which was spearheading, uh, I guess, all the the, the relief efforts there. Um, they donated a new generator and a forklift to support the ongoing operations. And I I just love stories where the church is not only doing this kind of stuff because we do a lot of our own stuff within our own organization. But I love it when they're reaching out through other organizations like the Salvation Army and are doing that. Same. So the the um the Church of Jesus Christ, it says, you know, the quote is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is pleased to help the Salvation Army continue their support across the island communities. That's said by Bill Davis, welfare and self-reliance manager for the church. And um, um Victor, Victor Leonardi for the divisional director of emergency services just gave us high praise for. Um, as well while we're doing that. So you know, I say we because I'm a member of the church, but I mean, this is a great thing. I love to know my name, my tithing money or my fast offerings or wherever. I don't know I don't know what part goes where because I'm not an accountant with the church, but um <laughs> w- w- the money I donate in some form or fashion helps to do this kind of thing.
0: yeah. and and I and I love the more and more that we become transparent or letting people know where that's coming from and where it goes. I mean that that has completely changed in the last five years. Saying, "Hey, we're donating here, and this is how
1: much, and this is what it does." I love it more of it, and 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 it's immediately following some of our transparency with even doctrine and history. You know, you, you look at the first ten years, um, you know, two thousand, two thousand ten, maybe even uh, two thousand fifteen. There was a, a distinct change in in a, our our transparency with a history and and the way we we talked about it especially as it came under the internet mm-hmm. and now we're seeing and i know some of it is forced but i think it was happening even before that a transparency financially as well and that's a good thing now it's not yep. perfect and there's still yep. a long ways to go there's still these background checks for people working with you so we still there it's not it's not perfect but we are trying to get better and and i think that's that's a good thing
0: uh, this was interesting. I saw that the Bountiful Temple grounds were vandalized. Uh, really? This was just last week. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Bountiful Utah Temple grounds vandalized. It appears that someone spray-painted several symbols on the welcome sign. One appears to be a Circle A, the anarchist symbol. Uh, and then also there is a B0 or BO that's spray-painted on the sign local residents said that they are upset that this happened. Quote, it's really sad. There's a lot of work and effort that people have to put into getting that cleaned up that they shouldn't have to do, said Brandon Bates, a bountiful resident and member of the church. And his daughter, only eight years old, said she was also upset at the vandalism. Quote, me and my dad and my brother, we used to come up here and take pictures, but now we can't because people did that, said Lily Bates. They don't know. who. sure did. that was a
1: I, I, I'm sure, i sure, in my mind, I think, you know, anarchists and B.O. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There's a joke there. <laughs> well, and, and what I put
0: when I shared this on uh, our Facebook page, by the way, find and follow us on Facebook at The Cultural Hall. I mean, I, w- w- I think what it is is I think it was uh, like a teenage kid with a spray paint can. It seemed very unspecific, you know, like, hey, what are we? Uh, anarchy. 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 Like sometimes churches will get vandalized and it's very poignant. Like Joseph Smith, whatever, 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 uh, you know, financial, blah, blah, blah. Like it seemed very specific. This seems like some kids with a spray paint can, the sign was right there and they went kind
1: of like years ago when I took a real estate sign and put it at the state capitol and thought that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: (laughs) I thought that's so funny. So, not <laughs> no, no, uh, it's but like I uh, thought it was hilarious. It was it made the standard examiner, it you... made the Ogden standard <laughs> examiner, and I was so proud of myself. Look
0: at that. Look at you, well deserving of the t- title, mayor of the cultural hall. I, uh, growing up, there's this girl that I sort of had a, like a little crush on, and she, her dad had one of those, uh, Christmas light reindeers in the front yard, and so, uh, I thought it would be really funny. The first time I positioned the reindeer really funny and I got a kick out of that. But because I would go there more than once, I thought the next time what I'm going to do is steal it. Uh... And I was going to give it back, obviously, like I just thought it would be funny to take one of them. And uh, I remember getting home and getting a phone call from this girl that said, my dad says that if you don't bring it back right now, he's going to call the cops now. Best part is, still friends with this girl and her husband, and and whenever I see her kids, her kids will ask her, is that the guy that stole Grandpa's deer?
1: (laughs) So this was really a glorified version of pulling the pigtails, right? Yes,
0: yes, I just wanted attention.
1: That's right, you just wanted her to notice you, and that's the way to get her to notice you.
0: (laughs) And, And surprise, didn't work out, huh? Hmm.
1: My thing was always to make fun of them, which oh, usually sure. goes really far. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's surprising that my wife even ever married me. Just yeah. that's so
0: Well, everyone thinks that, but for many reasons, <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, this was an interesting story, and I'm not sure if you saw this all the way down in Texas, where you are from, of course. Uh, but there is a, uh, um, a family that is suing the school, and this is in Utah County for violating religious freedom after their son had premarital sex during school hours. A judge ruled that a high school did not violate a family's religious freedom or constitutional rights to parent their child after parents sued the school for not stopping their son from having sex. A lawsuit filed last August claimed that a Utah Mormon family was monitoring their son to stop him from having premarital sex, but failed when attendance rules for the last week of classes were relaxed. Per the suit, the school undermined and deprived the family's fundamental right to practice and uphold their religious beliefs because their teenage son was able to have relations during school hours. The son... So, so
1: because he snuck out and had relations, uh-huh. the school's at fault for him. Because they
0: were sense. protecting him. They were able to monitor him when he wasn't at school, but uh-huh. he snuck out of school and... Apparently, here's the thing, the son allegedly had sex in the school parking lot, the parents claimed, alleging that school employees did not know the son's whereabouts when a parent visited the school. So even further, and just get the vision of this, we are so worried, keep an eye on him, and then they go to the school, do you know where he is? Uh, We don't know, we don't know where he is, and somewhere, you know, Taysom is in in a parked car with... Michaela spelled, you know,
1: M-P-C-K-Y-G-H-L-A, and they're, you know, I just... I'm sorry. The the kid had his own choice. You had your own choice. I I don't see any... Hopefully they lost.
0: They did. (laughs) In addition to this, though, the lawsuit claimed that one parent saw students engaging in public displays of affection in the halls and that a school officer allegedly said students are quote, excused and left unsupervised to roam the halls
1: uh, i don't it's know a... in my mind you're you're so you're so controlling your son is trying to break away you're you're creating it by being way too controlling yeah. i i could be wrong oversimplifying it but that's what i see i mean you want you want to you want to squeeze tighter he's going to he's going to find a crack out and he's going to find a way to go yeah i mean He'll, that go, do whatever you want
0: yeah even wants. if he didn't want to right yeah even, even, if, created he, even a if he was mildly interested in it don't do that don't you dare do that don't you dare do that of course the kid's gonna be like
1: what am i don't dare do i'm gonna do it my brother has a daughter who he's complaining he's like we struggle not to we struggle telling her what like telling her, like if we tell her not to do something she didn't even think about doing it before and then all of a sudden she's well, what about maybe? And all of a sudden she has great ideas to do something that they told she didn't even think about before. So I don't know, it's a it's a it's an interesting place. I'm not a parent, so I guess I don't have too much to say, but it just seems like they're they're squeezing too hard. And that son's going to try to find some, some way to do something to tick them off, to rebel. That's what I I did. Yeah, back then.
0: Yeah. And I'm not a parent either. But I know even like when my wife will be like, hey, uh, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Most of the time, I don't have any desire to do it until she's like, hey, don't do this. Within reason, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, those, those like mild not out things looking at, at dating other people. Yeah, she no, said, because If yeah. she has to tell you not to date other people, there's another problem. Yeah, it's <laughs> clearly
0: not that. But these minor things where she's like, yeah, don't do that. I'm like, well, I'm going to do it because I can. We have a great relationship.
1: Don't go eat ribs. You're like, I wasn't even thinking about it. But now I want ribs.
0: Ribs. <laughs> Uh, did you have another story? It seems like maybe you did. Yeah.
1: Well, I did, but you took it. I was the bell choir, and you even called it out that I'd be upset. And I am the bell choir. Yeah. Tough.
0: How about that? How about that?
1: Tough. Whatever. But I, you were right, though. Was I annoyed? (laughs) I'm annoyed. (laughs) Well, go. You know what? We'll
0: soothe you. Go listen to a recording of the bell choir.
1: I love the bell choir. It's one of my favorites. My aunt yeah. runs it. So, yeah, and you know, it.
0: someone who listens to the cultural hall, uh, I think, is in it as well. Someone made a comment the other day that made me go, and I don't think that it's your aunt uh, because it's a gentleman. Uh, uh, it made me think, I think the way that he just phrased that makes it sound like he is part of the bell choir. Would love to chat with you, bell choir person, uh, or your aunt who runs it. Maybe we do a, a short little third block. Yeah, we
1: should. We about should the bell quick. choir. I'm in. You know what we should do? Maybe in like early November because. They have their Christmas concert, and and I don't know, but my aunt has been there quite a while, and I don't know, but it, every year I think this might be the last year. I have no clue when her last year actually will be, mm. but maybe we should think about it because she's a she's not young anymore as whales. <laughs> She'll hate that I said it.
0: That yeah, she that was not a great way. So to say
1: that. Hopefully, she didn't hear that, and I'll no, still be, no. <laughs> get her on. You know,
0: you know what I actually would think would be fun. Now that I think more about this interview, I would like to interview your aunt, but she's not allowed to say any words. She's just allowed to do the bells as her response. Tell me what it's like <laughs> to uh, be a part of the uh, bell choir. <laughs> you know, and then like, uh, oh, is it going to be sad when you're when you have to leave? That's that's what I would like to do. Let's see if we can get that connected.
1: This is the best articles and news
0: <laughs> uh uh let's see there's some other stuff in here there's some other oh this is interesting uh again this may be a little bit of a warning i know i didn't warn with that last story that i did but you'll remember that we talked about the uh leader i uh over in west jordan he taught a primary class and he would have sleepovers at his house do you remember this sean sund is his name uh he didn't have kids but like in the neighborhood, he was like the fun. Let's
1: have sleepovers.
0: Yeah, the fun guy that that kids would go sleep over at his house. Well, he pled guilty to sex abuse of a child, a second degree felony. And he's going to have to spend 361 days in jail. And uh, he spoke briefly at his sentencing hearing to apologize. But that uh, case is now closed. 361 days and I, and I just, I understand sleepovers because as a kid, I just was like, man, that's fun. And as a teenager in high school, it was like, that's how we can get into trouble is if we have a sleepover. But I feel like maybe we just, maybe we just don't, or like you have to really know. And even then, I don't think that protects us, but I, I think no, we I, really I have I to you know. you should almost people.
1: invite someone's parents and have at least multiple chaperones on any sleepover at any level nowadays. It just... Yep. It, Probably never was a great idea, uh, except for maybe in the days of the pioneers crossing, crossing well, the plains.
0: Well, I mean, but, the cool thing is, and and this is where it's so hard. Like, think about the best sleepovers that you had. Like, that is some memory making and a lot of fun, wholesome, great things. And that's the thing that's so hard is what what a great time a sleepover is. It's not like just having a late night or hanging out at your friend's house. It's not like either of those things.
1: Someone falls asleep early. They get popcorn and honey, and everything dripped over. Them. Those are the best things.
0: That's the parent trap, I think. Actually, <laughs> the original, not the Lindsay Lohan.
1: No, I had popcorn and honey dripped all over me when I. Did you asleep, really? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Your friends are. I woke terrible. up. I woke up
1: with honey all over my face and popcorn. Just
0: boo! <laughs> but Those
1: friends my friends are the worst. Friends. Video parties with my three of my friends. They were they were riotous. Mm-hmm. watched one of three three movies Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Three Amigos, or Top Secret.
0: Top Secret?
1: It's like airplanes from the same people who wrote Airplane. Okay. But it's it was so no one knew about it. <laughs> um and it was the best of them all. Like you think airplane's funny? Top secret it has Val Kilmer in it. He 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 goes to East Germany and he's kind of like a rock and roll star going to East Germany and it is
0: I don't know it's anything hilarious. about this movie I don't think.
1: Oh, you have to watch Top Secret. If you haven't seen Top Secret, it is it's yeah. by far one of the funniest movies. I do not
0: think ever. that I have seen it. All right, well.
1: And if you if you like the humor so you granted you have to like Airplane. It's the okay. same guys who wrote Airplane. And just every joke that they thought was funny in Airplane, they turned up a notch in Top Secret really good so
0: so it's things like surely you can't be serious i am serious and don't call me surely like that kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, okay exactly all right
1: so all right anyway top secret probably probably should be pg-13 just so everyone should know what is it rated yeah it's pg but it was because there wasn't
0: a pg-13 back then yeah Yeah. Yeah. but it should be (laughs) pg-13 okay uh this is just worth an interesting mention uh, online dating apps are on the rise. Is Mutual the same way? It's a big old long article, and the answer is yes. So you'll find the whole article in uh, in uh, the show notes. But just know that it, it's on the rise for everyone. Uh, the LDS dating app Mutual as well. So there, I just saved you eight to ten minutes of your life.
1: Is that why they're doing the YSA conference in August? Is try because like marriage and. Dating is sure. down after covid sure.
0: cuz i know it is i mean sure and, and you know. the importance of community and getting around other people and providing these great experiences it's something that they should have done a long time ago i think it's completely different than worship service and you know uh, feasibly people of the same moral character or certainly uh, you would hope or you know uh, same religious organization or uh, you know th- they have the desire to be a part of it or at least familiarity with it It seems to me like it's sort of a filtering factor by saying, "Hey, this is a church-sponsored thing. If you'd never go to a church-sponsored thing, you won't be there, and you won't meet that person there because they won't be there either."
1: That makes sense. I met my wife at the institute. Well, not institute, but like the at the mental institute, (laughs) the mental institute. She was there taking care of patients, and I was a patient. Yeah, everyone knew. You didn't have to spell it out. We knew. The college Ward at Weaver State though uh, that's where we met
0: sure it was sure so, it so. was um trying to see if there's the any college else. Ward
1: and I've got my quotations up
0: <laughs> the, the college Ward uh <laughs> the rest of these stories uh I mean there's interesting things uh oh I can go through these real quick and then we'll wrap it out it's a list are you ready for this
1: oh love lists
0: list is seven facts about the church in canada that might surprise you i'm not going to go into all of them but i i'm going to read each of them uh but i'm not going to go into the uh the facts we'll stop at the, the... the
1: end of them and i'll tell you if they surprise me or not
0: okay all right that may surprise you number one multiple church prophets have personal connections to canada
1: not surprised okay number
0: president two Monson
1: was the mission president and uh, yep, yep. I, I, President I, Nelson's
0: yep. wife was born and raised in Raymond, Alberta, Canada. Gordon B.
1: Priestley's
0: grandfather was a convert from Leeds County, Upper Upper Canada, all sorts of stuff.
1: That is, uh, a, that one's, a, those, those last two, very much surprised. That's okay.
0: Cool. But that's all part of the one heading. Number two, some of the first preaching from the Book of Mormon happened in Canada.
1: Harley P. Pratt, if I remember right. hmm Is
0: that right? Uh, Hiram Smith as well uh salt chamberlain uh number three the first latter-day saints in alberta canada were contracted to work on the canadian pacific railroad
1: not i'm I'm, i am surprised in other words i didn't know that but but it it makes sense
0: yeah it makes sense yeah they were there they would work on it the city of cardston that is cardston alberta was the site of many international firsts in the church uh, meaning it became uh the First stake outside of the United States created back in 1895. It was also uh the first outside the United States temple, the Cardston, Alberta temple. Uh, so you know, many of the international firsts again. Uh,
1: stake was created so that polygamists could go there. No, I'm just I don't know. It, I mean, it was probably it was, was. It was
0: hundred yeah. percent what it was. But I mean, <laughs> uh, that's not part of it. That's not part of it. Uh, <laughs> although number five fully encapsulates that many of the first latter-day saint canadian settlers were part of polygamous families not yeah. surprising number six the church was recognized by the canadian red cross in 1985 for making history with the help of a special fast held by church members in the united states and canada the saints in canada raised nearly quarter of a million dollars to aid famine-stricken ethiopia because of tax laws however the money was first matched by both Alberta and Canadian governments to reach a total of $1 million before being donated to the Canadian Red Cross for the same purpose. How about that? Wow. that
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And number Surprised. seven. And number seven, Canada is home to the largest branch in the church. Not largest in numbers, uh, but the Northwest Territories area. branch in Canada covers 500,000 square miles.
1: Gotta go to church. We'll be there in two
0: weeks. (laughs) See you for General Conference. And then finally, to wrap out some fun numbers to do with the church in Canada, there's 53 stakes, six missions, nine temples, 493 wards and branches, 200,000 members of the church, 152 family history centers, all full of people changing their VHS over to digital format. That's is your articles of news thank you very much mr mayor you are most welcome best dj in Utah.com. it's been a while since we've had a new one of these and i apologize for that it's because i've been so busy djing events all over the country uh, but especially here in Utah, been able to do some great, uh, you know, weddings. I've done a, a prom or two for different listeners of the Cultural Hall. I love it when you uh, reach out to me at com, or uh, you can find the phone number online as well. I would love it if you say, hey, I heard about you on the Cultural Hall. Because maybe, just maybe, I give a Cultural Hall discount. Uh, all sorts of events. It doesn't have to be a, a wedding. It could be a community event. Maybe it's a ward or youth activity I'm doing one of those this summer. In fact, just lock the deal down on that. Uh, whatever it may be if you need music to accompany your event or you just need a great MC, I would love to be able to help you out. You're simply going to need to go to best DJ in Utah. Hi, friends. Dan, the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. You can get a brand new PC Laptops desktop, and they start at only $29 a month, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. Just check us out at
1: PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com.
0: Here in the third block of the Cultural Hall, it is time for a Temple ticker, Corey K. Ward, the pharaoh himself. He messaged me and he said, so much Temple news, Richie. Come on. Come on, open the doors. Let me in. Let's talk about the temples. Uh, Normally, July pretty slow, but we do have enough that we thought, why don't we bring Corey back and talk about temples of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Sir, how are you?
2: Doing well. How are you?
0: Have you had, I'm well. Have you had uh, said opportunity to go to a temple recently?
2: Um, I did go to the Saratoga Springs Open House. And? Um, Yeah, it was a good experience. And, and you were all alone, and it went super quick, and it was really
0: quiet. There was no families, no nothing like that, right? Just nobody there. Boy, no one even knew about it.
2: Ghost town, yeah.
0: <laughs> I've heard, like, even in, like, the most ghost towny times, right? Like, when school was still in, like, on a Monday at 11 in the morning, it was still just thousands of people.
2: Yeah, and I went during, I went on a Wednesday afternoon, and then, it turned out we had a ward activity where we went again on a Saturday afternoon. And so um, definitely the one on Saturday was busier. But sure. yeah, both of them were almost equally with youth groups and everything and big families and all that.
0: Well, I'm gearing up. I uh, I only have so much patience to extend. And uh, with the the Taylorsville Temple in 24, he says, pointing to the outfield, uh, I'm, I'm I'm storing up all my patience because I'm going to likely have to work that temple. I've never done that before. But they're interesting. Gonna, they're going to need some volunteers. It's a big old temple. Lots of parking. I'm going to be. I'm going to be that guy like the one I mentioned uh, up at Helena, where I'm like, "You come in this way. You have to leave <laughs> that way." That's how I'm hoping yeah. I can. I can serve.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully you you can educate yourself a little bit on the temple as well. In case
0: That's right. Any questions. I, well, what I would like to do is find like a little amphitheater. Uh, you know, kind of garden portion to the side of the temple. And and gather everyone around and say, here is the knowledge of which I've gained about this temple and the building and the history of the plot of land where we're at. Gather ye around and I share this knowledge with you. And there's like three guys and and they just don't know when to leave. That's what I hope. That's what I hope for my time.
2: Well, previous guest of the Culture Hall, uh, Benjamin Felix, he was one of the architects that, for that. For the so, Taylorsville Temple, that's pick, right. His, but go pick his mind and see what he can tell you. Well, I'm going to go kidnap him. <laughs>
0: Bring him <laughs> kid- with us.
2: Why'd you do that?
0: Why is this this way? Tell me about this. Is that a freeze? Is that a, is that a, uh, <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of another architecture term. Is that a, uh, help me out, Corey. Come on. I, is, is that a uh, gargoyle? That was the best I could do. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's going to be on the temple. You've gathered things, uh, things that you feel like are important things that we should talk about, which means we head to peru first
2: that's right there will be some new open house opportunities um later this year in peru there's the new temple in lima called the lima peru los olivos temple um they're gonna have an open house on november 10th through december 9th so a nice month there and then the dedication will be on january 14th and so um, Elder Anderson was recently there taking a photo with all the all the CES people that um, live down there. So that will be a good opportunity for everyone to prove Is that thought that he'll be the one to dedicate it, or is it not announced? Um, I don't think it's actually. I think they announced it as Elder Kristofferson. So. Okay. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah. Let me check that. But yeah. Uh,
0: and then what I think is interesting too, what I didn't think would happen until next year, we're doing Orem in
2: 2023. That's right. Um this one kind of got even though this temple was like 2 years behind Saratoga Springs um just because of how things went um it's going to be ready for the fall. So uh, they'll have a media day on October 23rd and then an open house through um October 27th through December 16th except for Thanksgiving. So that seems
0: so, to me that that's what about 6 weeks. Uh-huh.
2: So, so, and there may be a little Utah County fatigue from such a long open house from Saratoga Springs. So, a little tighter of an open house in Orem.
0: Yeah, that's what. I, but it surprises me just because of the concentration uh, of members of the church that it's not a little bit longer. Um, I suppose. Well, I don't know. I was going to say I suppose they could extend it, but if they're planning on dedicating on the fourteenth and already going to the sixteenth, if they if they extend it, it's you know it's Christmas Eve at the Orem Utah Temple, and I can't I can't imagine that they're going to do that. <laughs>
2: Well, um, one of the reasons why they might not want to have a long open house is because President Nelson said in conference that when the Orem Temple is finished, we're going to reconstruct the Provo Temple. And so um, after the dedication of the Orem Temple on January 14th, um, which, by the way, um, the other one was Elder Christopherson, they did not announce one for Orem, So we'll have to see what happens there. But on the last day, at the end of the day, on Saturday, February 24th, the Provo Temple will be closed, and um, basically there'll be a new design going forward for the temple. It'll be probably multiple years be closed, who knows how long. For sure, they haven't given a timeline. But we did see um, Provo City, uh, they have a, a site plan on their website that you can check out on show notes. And this site plan reveals that um, the new temple will be built basically in front of the footprint of the old temple
0: interesting
2: so this confirms what i've been hearing that um the temple will be completely torn down from the to the foundation and then a new temple we built basically you know um where like everyone comes out of the temple where there's those two fountains or you can like see the view of utah lake and the Mm -hmm, mtc mm -hmm, mm so basically on that plaza will be the foundation of the new temple and then um, the parking lot and everything will be reconfigured provost city vacated the street temple hill drive um so basically that will become part of the parking lot of the temple and there'll be a nice in the back of the temple there'll be a nice little plaza with some stairs that go up to the sidewalk so that's kind of a an area uh, behind the temple that hasn't been used in the past that much so so should be interesting to see what goes there
0: do you think there will be any sort of nod to uh the old um you know formation of the provo temple or are they just saying we're done just like when they did this in Ogden, because the Ogden Utah Temple used to be like the Provo Temple, and when they took that thing out, they just said, "Nope, not even a resemblance, not even a, you would never know that there was another temple that looked like this." There, do you think they'll do anything like that?
2: Um, I'm sure if you talk to the architects, they they tell you a little bit. The parking plan is mostly the same. There is kind of still kind of a big plaza with they not may not be fountains, but a big plaza area in front of the temple, pretty similarly, mm-hmm. some oval shaped fountains which are kind of like what the old temple was like so and then the spire is gold kind of like the original spire was kind of this goldish um color on the pro temple so it's gonna be a lot different but i'm sure there's some nods to the original
0: and a mad rush of course between now and february 24th all the people who got married who went there you know when they served a mission all the things there will be the massive pilgrimage to go through one last time before it gets you know, re, re, uh, reconstructed or torn down. So, okay, okay. Lots of temple action for Utah County, but that's not all. That's yeah. not all. We go to Ken- Kansas, which uh, I was just looking around. I didn't think we were in Kansas anymore, but apparently
2: we are. <laughs> well, this is the first temple in Kansas. Well, there so There we go. Um, the site of the Wichita, Kansas temple was announced. Um, it's a place in um, the Northwest person, uh, of the city kind of in one of those neighborhoods where people have their private boat docks and everything so well. a nice place. um and the temple will be a single story thousand square foot temple so kind of the similar helena temple design that we've been talking about so much
0: do we think it'll be modular like the uh the temple in helena
2: it's likely if um that's what they go for and, um a lot of these 10,000 square foot designs are being modular, but as we see right now in Elko, Nevada, they're testing out just a non-modular design at the same, the same footprint. And so, hmm. I guess we'll just see what happens.
0: Does, does the idea of a uh, temple with a boat dock excite you like it would me? <laughs> like pull up <out laughs> your boats. There's a, you know, there's a little bit of a a place. There is a
2: temple in in Manaus, Brazil. Where it's right next to the river, and there's a port, so that people traveling from the river can arrive at the temple that way. No way, yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> see, I think we should do it in Kansas. I'll talk to some people. We'll see. We'll see what uh, Mister Felix can't connect us to. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he has some pull, some sway. Uh, no idea on when that is going to move forward beyond just the
2: site being announced. No, next step would be uh, announcement of a groundbreaking. So. Where
0: we put ground on ground with fancy shovels, uh, Puebla, Mexico.
2: Yeah, um, last month uh, a "clausurado" sign appeared on the gates of the temple, meaning that the government has temporarily suspended construction of the temple. Um, on the on the, the banner, they had a list of like five different state laws that they called it a a delito previsto, which is like a basically a planned crime, and so. Who knows if this is just you know government shenanigans trying to get some money out of the construction, or if there's some some things that just weren't approved during the approval process. So uh, we'll see how how fast. Maybe it maybe it's already uh, resumed construction, but we'll see how um, soon the public Mexico Temple will be finished because it's pretty close to being finished.
0: Now I didn't hear about that anywhere else. How did you uh, come to find out about that?
2: Um, there's just uh, pictures um, posted on the the Church of Jesus Christ Temple website. And I just, um, there wasn't any explanation, but I just kind of read the what the thing said in Spanish. And so,
0: yeah. See, so you hear it here first and maybe <laughs> only in the temple ticker on the cultural hall. Jeez, that's, that's uh, I don't want to say scandalous because people will be like, Try, quit trying to make it a thing. But that, I mean, that's at least interesting and something that you wouldn't hear anywhere else. Uh, there's a uh, scoop. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scoop. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's our he is our chief scooper, Corey K. Ward, the Pharaoh. Let's go to Knoxville, Tennessee.
2: Yeah, um, things went well there with the approval process. The temple sailed through the Fargoot, um Municipal Planning Commission, and we had some really nice words from people there. One I said,
0: love, "I love one of these quotes. It's so funny.
2: <laughs> this is going to be a heck of an archi- uh, architectural place in the town of Farragut. Um, it's pretty awesome." And you only have one other in the state. And so there is actually a Memphis and a Nashville temple. So there are two others in the state. This is the third in Tennessee. But we'll, we'll, we'll take the compliment.
0: Yeah, and we forgive it because he said, what uh, <laughs> heck of
2: an architectural piece. <laughs> That's right.
0: If he wouldn't have, then we would have taken him to town saying, come on, pal, there's three of them now.
2: Um, they had a little bit debate on where the driveway of the temple would be because it's a little closer to the one next door. But they, they allowed it. And then um, they said it's a, a granite building. It'll be 122 feet high and 30,000 square foot feet. And then, um, yeah, so basically they they said that the steeple was exempt from the town's height requirements. So they went ahead and allowed that, which is in contrast to another town, which is debating whether to allow a steeple um, for a temple that is three times as small um, 20, 20 feet lower the Cody Wyoming temple uh, continues to be debated by the planning and setting council. Well, it
0: just doesn't, it doesn't represent our city's values. Cody is not one of these new fancified tall building <laughs> steeple towns. It's essentially what it feels like the argument is. And I don't disagree with them. but I, I kind of, I kind of hope that that's what it is. Oh, sure. Jim. You want a big steeple in this town, huh? Well, you wanted a a four-way traffic stop. Like, I hope that that's how the argument is going down.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's been I can't I can't believe how many stories that I guess the people in Wyoming, the newspapers and everything, have nothing to write about. But sure, just so much coverage on this right now. It's hard for me to follow all the ins and outs. But they're basically debating like, is that is that too high? What is too high? And then um, does the city have uh, authority to regulate the lighting this way? Are we asking the church more than we ask other people to do things? Um, So basically, the majority of the board seems to be still unsatisfied. And then there's been stories that the church may just negotiate directly with some sort of agreement. So we're yet to see what has come out of that. And, and in
0: my mind's eye, what I really hope happens is some fancified lawyer from the east comes to town, and he's able to convince everybody. And by the end, we're all singing about how high can the spire go? <laughs> how high? And everyone sort of rallied around, and we we're able to do it. And. And he's got a little bit of a Southern twang and he just, you know, kind of holds his vest as it gets approved and they go, we didn't like it before you came to town, mister, but now we're in favor. And then the whole town celebrates. I don't think it's going to be that way, nor should it probably be that way, but that's how I really want it to happen. So maybe, maybe in the future in the retelling of the Cody, Wyoming temple, that that's what the story we can get.
2: I like it. I, I want to see the movie yeah. afterwards.
0: We'll get you to play the part of the fancified lawyer from the case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so,
2: so, but so, no decision
0: still made, right? Everyone's still kind of talking it back and forth. Seems like
2: it, they're still putting off the decision. So we'll see what happens.
0: Okay, and then interesting to me that you included this article. I found the article absolutely fascinating uh, from the uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, about temples. So tell me what you what you kind of caught from all this.
2: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's other portions of this article that you could talk about in um, other articles in the news, but that there's a temple spin to this as well. And so they sat, the Wall Street Journal sat down with the presiding bishopric, and they, they basically said that the, the big you know investment portfolio that's being talked about um, is providing a financial foundation that will give uh, the church confidence to build more than 100 temples. Um, the article revealed that they dug up some records and that the Pocatello Idaho temple cost about $69 million to build. So you can see maybe temples of similar size cost about that. Mm-hmm. And then other um, our Bishop Kose said we have a grand uh, vision of what the ch- of the church that is kind of use the word grandiose. And so basically said we want to take it says we believe because we believe the gospel has to be taken to all the world um, and also we see the church has um, we see the size of the church multiple times what it is now in the future. So basically saying we want to expand the church, we want to build many more temples because um, right now there's 133 announced putting a total of three fifteen, and then says church leaders expect uh, hundreds more after those. And that president Nelson feels like he can announce all those temples because he knows that there are reserves to maintain these temples for a long time. Whatever happens in the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you surprised by the $69 million price tag of the uh, Pocatello, Idaho temple?
2: No, I think that's about standard.
0: Yeah. And, and and if you think about it, like to me, I think, man, I'm never going to see $69 million in my life at all. Uh, unless I go to the Pocatello, Idaho temple and go, look, that costs $69 million. But um, when you look at that comparatively to the hundred billion plus that the church has dropping a bucket, barely not, I, I mean, I am no sort of mathematician, but it's not even 1% of the, of the wealth of the church for those temples. And so it certainly can be affordable to do so. But the big thing, and and what I always push back when people are like, we should be using every cent to help the poor, I think. Well, we do have to have these buildings if we believe that these ordinances have to be done for ourselves and for those who have passed on. Those buildings do have to cost money.
2: So I do think about um when Jesus, when when someone came to Jesus with a what was it, an alabaster ointment? Mm-hmm. And someone uh basically uh chastised him and said, like, oh, you could have, you know, used money for that ointment to give to the poor. Mm-hmm. And so, answer was there will always be poor among you. And so um, I think that's a principle that like, no matter what, like we can throw all the money in the world to to help people in poverty, but there's always going to be poor people among you. Yeah, And so um, he says, but this is basically needed for my, what did I can't remember? He said needed for to anoint me or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some things that, um, that are important to, to the church. And so um, if the church is serious about its beliefs, they're going to also, uh, put money towards temples. So
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, like, yeah, so like I say, I just go, okay, well, if you're not all right with 69 million, okay, I could understand that. Is 20 million all right? No, it should be 10,000. Okay, 10,000 is not going to be a building that, you know, we can, anyway, that's the thing. And 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 I don't know that there's an answer, but it is an interesting sort of discussion where you're like, okay, that seems excessive. What doesn't seem excessive that accomplishes the mission of the church, which is also, you know, the redeeming the dead, what what would you be comfortable with and how then are you taking care of the poor? That's the other thing that I always think is some of these people, I like I know them a little bit more, um, you know, maybe personally. And I go, yeah, yeah I, I understand that you look at this <clears throat> this price tag and you go, oh, man, they're spending so much money. But what are you doing to help people? Nothing? Perfect. Well, maybe you should start with yourself and do a little something yourself before you start coming after other people. Which... Let me go on the other side and speak out of the other side of my mouth. Could they do more? Yes, they could. How much more? I don't know. I don't know, you know, the levels and all that stuff. They could from, do from more. From the reporting,
2: from the reporting about this, they've, I think, shown that the church in like the last couple of years since this has brought attention, all the financial stuff, um, that they have increased their amount. So yeah. 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 And and certainly more visible about
0: it where five years ago, the church would very rarely say, Hey, this is a thing. And how much money we put, they are not, they are not shy about that. Now we are putting 30 million towards this organization. We did 5 million to these folks. And, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Change can yeah. happen. Uh, well, I, is that it? Are we done? Is that all the temple
2: news? Yeah. I think things have kind of slowed down for them month the July. Um, In August, they'll be picking up pretty fast. There'll be several open houses starting in the beginning of August in Moses Moses Lake, in uh, Brasilia, Brazil, um, and a few others. So we will be a busy fall for temple uh, dedications and open houses.
0: Which means you know we'll have Corey K. Ward, the pharaoh, back to do another temple ticker of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here in the Cultural Hall. Corey, I hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body.
2: I hope that if you're sick and weren't able to attend, that you can be able to listen next week.
0: And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast will be
2: saving a seat for you. On the back row. Of the Cultural, Cultural Hall. Hall.
1: Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat. On the back row. We really gotta go on the Cultural Hall show.